0: My coach hates me.
1: Oh, Steve, I'm so glad you brought that to the table. This is this is a fabulous conversation for us to have. I think it's one of the most important impactful things that people can get into. Parents hear this all the time, right? We hear it from parents. We hear that their their kids say this. This is one of the most common concerns that pops up. We also hear it in the classroom. It's I mean this applies to my my yes. teacher. I'm getting a D minus in math. Why? My teacher. teacher hates
0: me. Yes.
1: Probably probably true in drama. How come you didn't get the lead role? My director, director. hates me. No. Yeah. How come you're not first chair in band? My band teacher hates me. Yeah kind of fun. This is why coaching golf was actually fun. It's a little harder to have that conversation because your score is your score, <laughs> but there aren't many sports like that. And this is, this is a subjective thing. that comes up a lot. We had to deal with that as, as basketball coaches and the stuff that we do. And it's, it's a real tough one. This is a super challenging one because as a parent, your kid comes home and they're like, my coach hates me. What do you do? I don't know. Maybe we should,
0: <laughs> maybe we should do a role play and you pretend. You know, okay. Let's do it. I mean, I've I've uh, I've taught over seventeen thousand, no, twenty thousand no. teens. You just forgot three thousand of the kids you've coached. I know. And taught. That's terrible. Well, I <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> there was three thousand. I no. The, the th- <laughs> no, that's not true. But uh, well, this will be a little challenging because I I like to think that I can think like a teenager. Yes. I mean, my and wife. And you are stubborn. My wife still says I. Think like a teenager. Well, should we give it a shot? Let's give it a shot. Okay, my coach hates me. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> get, get salty. No, seriously, my coach hates me. Hates oh. my guts. What makes you say that? I don't know.
1: Just the way, just, just the way he is. Okay. He yell, He yells at. He yells at me. Yeah. Well, definitely could make it seem like that. Can we explore that idea a little bit more, or do you want to just vent some frustration right now? I don't know. I mean, I. <laughs> He just, he hates me. Okay. Sounds like you just want to vent. Tell me more about that. Was there well, something I'm, that happened today that makes you say that? I made one little mistake. It's the same mistake
0: everybody else makes, and I got yelled at. Mm, that's tough. What did he say? What, I, is, this, is this going public? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a role play. What did your <laughs> coach say? Uh, now I got to think quickly. Um, if I keep doing that, there's, you know, we, we won't...
1: We won't get out of the first quarter alive. How'd that make you feel? Terrible. Yeah. That's a frustrating feeling to have, isn't it? Because I'm not the only one that makes that mistake. Yeah. Who else makes a mistake? Our point guard. he He throws it to the other team all the time. Yeah.
0: What does your coach say to him? I'm not sure, but he's not yelling at him.
1: But if I throw it to the other team, it's a cardinal sin. Yeah. That's tough. You sure you don't want to dig into it more? Not really. All right. Cool. Well, if you ever want to talk more about it, you know where to find me, and I'm glad you had a chance to vent. Thanks for sharing those things. I'm sure that was really tough for you today. So if we need to go get a Big Mac or something to celebrate, some other food to clog your arteries or give you type 2 diabetes, we can go get that thought, to celebrate.
0: I thought maybe you were going to, you'd buy me some new shoes or something.
1: Oh, I don't yeah. know about that.
0: Oh, okay. We're not going go to go It's just a role play. I'm not we're buying
1: the... you actual new shoes. Okay. So what what did you think, though? I mean, it's well what i you avoided going to the
0: you should do this yeah you must do this you didn't get into uh what we sometimes call the advice monster mode and just want to start you also didn't uh i noticed you didn't uh, turn it into a a pity party and just automatically hop on the bandwagon and um I a your coach too <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that, that i think it's easy to do that because when your kid's hurting, it's really easy for you to feel that and want to respond and do something about it. Like that's a totally normal feeling for a parent to have in that situation. And this is why we've, we spend time talking about things like emotional regulation for parents. Because the way we respond to a situation is gonna set the tone for how they respond to a situation. So. You were trying to open up a conversation. A little and-
0: bit. And before you, I mean, you didn't even go to, well, what are the facts and and yeah. trying to lay a, you were trying to lay a foundation of open communication. And we're always talking about trying to improve that line of communication with your teen athlete or performer. And so now looking back at what you just did, and I didn't really know what you were gonna do. We just
1: kind <laughs> I of- know, we just kind of winged that. That was scary
0: it. for me. So it's, uh, that was, that's intriguing to me that you were even keel and, well, that's, I mean, that's not surprising, but it's intriguing to me that you were uh, not immediately going to the, okay, I'm going to dispense all this wisdom to you. And open um, communication
1: needs two parties.
0: Because I knew you, I knew you weren't going to hop on the misery train with me, but um, I mean, I think some parents
1: might, might do that.
0: I mean, that's, you might as well step on a rake, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be stepping on a rake. If you take the bait and just assume that the, the coach is, uh, is hating your kid, that's, that's stepping on the rake. And that's when things get nuclear. They, they go big, too big, too fast. And the best, best thing to do in that moment is just kind of hold some space. Like I invited you to vent often they just need to blow off a little bit of steam and they'll feel better about it after a half hour of Fortnite. Did you just say Fortnite? <laughs> I did say Fortnite. Because <laughs> we know, like, I talk to the kids on my team. It's like, hey, what's your favorite game? Eight of the 10, Fortnite. Oh. And the other one's a Grand Theft Auto and NBA 2K.
0: Yeah, but that's not the same Fortnite. No. Fort- Fortnite
1: the game. Have you ever played Fortnite the game? No, I've not played Fortnite the you game. You need but to. You said that you know, it'll would be, be all right episode. in a, what
0: did you say, a night or a week or a... Fortnite oh, is two
1: for, weeks. No, Fortnite's a game that they play.
0: I know, but Fortnite actually means <laughs> two, two weeks. weeks.
1: I have no idea like what w- two weeks. It has comes to do from England, right. which you should know. And I like, know. In, like, w- they talk about Wimbledon being over a fortnight. In this case, it's an actual video game, and the. Kid-
0: I know it's an actual video <laughs> game, but that was the wrong context there.
1: <laughs> no, because the, after oh my after gosh. they play a half hour of Fortnite, oh. they'll feel better. <laughs> You know? Okay, I see. That's what, you were saying. what I was saying. For a second,
0: I thought, man, my podcast partner hates me.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> now we're going to have a confrontation about it. No, I do not Okay, I have. That? I've got an
0: idea. Okay, let's rewind it back. And now, I, now I'm really interested in if if the teen wanted to explore it more. Okay. I'm feeling like I've want to explore okay. this more and put you on the spot here and see how you're gonna handle this. Okay, let's do it. I might be a little stubborn. Be stubborn. In real life, I'm not. No, not very... at all. You're not stubborn
1: at all in real life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to pretend a little bit. Okay. Okay. I'm sure he'll do great. All right, uh, I'm waiting for the, like the countdown, three, two. Three, two, one, go. My coach hates me.
1: What makes you say that?
0: Well, to start off with what he did
1: today. Okay. What did he do today? I don't know if I want to talk about this. Do you want to talk about it?
0: Well, it's really. It, usually I'm okay, but today it really
1: bothered me. So maybe. Okay. I, what bothered you more today than usual? Him yelling at me in front of all the uh, the whole team. Oh man, that's pretty embarrassing when that happens. How did you feel? What do you mean? How did I feel? I felt. How would you feel? Well, I feel embarrassed i was just wondering well, if you i felt the same i actually was
0: more angry than embarrassed okay i and was i got picked on for doing something that everybody oh, else okay. is doing um i turned the ball over i threw the ball to the other team and the next thing you know he started talking about apple turnovers cherry turnovers <laughs> blueberry turnovers and we pretty much had a pastry sop uh pastry shop set up say that five times fast and
1: uh anyway i was the head baker wow i can tell it definitely made you angry is there a time when your coach has actually made you feel different is there a time when you felt like your coach actually liked you well when i throw the ball to our team okay do you do that more than you throw it to the other team?
0: Yes. That's why, I, I awesome. mean, all of a sudden, I don't know why I got singled out. Maybe your coach, coach our was point guard, you
1: actually throw it to the other team. When our point
0: go. guard throws it to the other team all the
1: time and sometimes throws it to the fans. <laughs> I remember I caught one of those passes one time. <laughs> so, well, if, if somebody on a, another you got a friend, your friend Billy, he plays on the football team. If he made a mistake and the coach yelled at him and he came to you, he's like, my coach hates me, what would you tell him to do? Well, did he get, did he get embarrassed or did Probably. Anytime you get yelled at in front of the team, it can be really embarrassing. I don't know. Billy
0: doesn't, doesn't mess up very often. I would, probably, I would probably just tell him to shake it off and, and okay. think about all the, the good stuff. What he helps does.
1: Billy shake off mistakes? Hmm. That's a good question.
0: Uh, He's—I mean, Billy's so even-kill all the time. He just—I don't know—it doesn't seem to bother him too much. He just gets focuses on the next next thing to do. Do you feel like you're pretty even-kill? Yeah,
1: except for today. Okay. So I how, don't know. The whole pastry—how would you sh- want to bounce back tomorrow? The whole pastry shop thing was—it sounds like that got under your skin a little yeah. bit. How would an even-kill person respond to that? I don't know. Maybe I should buy a whole bunch of Apple turnovers and take them to the team. Dude, why not? <laughs> That's serious. Why not? I'll help you buy them. Having some fun with it wouldn't be the worst thing to do. Do you want me to email the coach and see if he'll let us bring some turnovers <laughs> no, tomorrow? Absolutely not. Do you want to reach out to him and see if you could bring turnovers? No. Cool. So what's another way to respond to it then? I mean, I would just take him to everybody <laughs> in the locker room. Not a half bad idea. <laughs> Owning a mistake wouldn't be the worst thing in the world.
0: I don't think he needs to know. I actually don't think he would care. He would probably think it's funny. Okay. He actually thought it was funny. I just didn't
1: think it was funny. So the coach was laughing about it? Yeah. Is there any chance he was just being sarcastic as a way of just trying to get you to get better and making a joke at the same time so it wasn't as painful? Probably, but one of my English lit teachers told me once that sarcasm is wit turned sour. (laughs) Yeah, your English lit teacher's right on. So anyway, I, that's something that I think you could do. I, you know, it, it's, it's always situational, and I think that's good for us to do a role play like that, just to try to get some ideas out there. Um, those are some of the things I would say. A couple other questions I would throw out, something like, how are you measuring the way your coaches feel for you? Okay. What is so it how, like- would it, how would a teen answer that one? How do you
0: measure? Say
1: that one again. How do you measure your coaches' feelings for you? Well, I know he's committed. Okay. Is he puts committed? In, do you he, feel he's I mean, committed he to in, you? Puts in the time. What are some reasons the coach might be yelling at you? There's a... There, maybe maybe he, maybe he thinks I can take it. Which and I Do actually, you see how, like, this is the kind of conversation, if you can get your kid, if they're willing to open up and have a conversation, if you stay neutral as a parent, do you see all the different angles you can go? Right. Because at the core of this, the whole core of the my coach hates me argument or discussion is perspective. And when we feel like somebody else hates us, it's often because we just lose perspective and we get too focused on one particular incident or one particular thing. Or a certain trait, even if it's continuous, it pops up every once in a while, we focus on that too much and then we use that as evidence, well, the coach hates me because they do this one thing. When there's a lot of evidence to the contrary that may actually help out, but it's a shift in perspective that gets you there. And as a parent, our role is help shift the perspective. Don't join the pity party, help shift the perspective and see if you can get them. But they have to want to participate in that. And that's why right. the first thing is, do you want to talk about it? And that's where,
0: <clears throat> that's where the timing comes in and is so important, which I really, uh, I really like because if you, and, and we've talked about this with the question only conversation, the QOC, the communication ring, yep. the timing has to be right. The, sometimes the place has to be right, and you can't just make the the blanket assumption that, oh, they said this, and so right now, okay, we're gonna fix this, and and uh, I just read this book, and I just listened to this, and I've got all the answers, and I'm just gonna dispense them. They have to be they have to be ready for it. So I like the fact that you basically just calmly, coolly, laid back, and ask them if. You know, where do you wanna go
1: with this? And if they, if they don't, maybe they, maybe they figure it out on their own. And maybe they just need to vent to you, but in the venting, they, it helps them figure it out on their own. Because I, I know I do that a lot. I think out loud and sometimes I just need to blow off a bunch of steam, clear the mechanism, and be able to think a little more clearly. And if I take the bait as a parent and I get all emotional about it, now we can turn a small situation into a big problem. When the reality was, if I just gave my kid a chance to vent a little bit, they blow off steam and they create their own solution. Boom. Equipping and empowering. I agree with that. I like, that's really good. So when when we went
0: through the second part of the role play, I don't know how good my teenaging was there, but what are the, you definitely had a strategy. There were definitely some key fundamentals there. What do parents need to know when the, when their team does say yeah i would like to talk about this
1: i think there's and we talk about this with our our ctb um mindset, mindset. approach that we work with and the first the foundation there is all progress starts with the truth if neither you, one of us are alcoholics either <laughs> <laughs> but that that comes from alcoholics but there's a anonymous. reason that that works yeah there's a reason that program's successful because all progress really does start with the truth And if I can, if I have in my mind that the truth is there's a lot more to than than what I'm hearing, I can hold space for the kid to share what they're experiencing, because that's that's you. As you came home and you were embarrassed to practice, you felt angry. That's your reality. And if I confront that reality, we butt heads and we have a problem. If I buy into your reality, we also have a problem. And so bringing the perspective of, okay, all progress starts with a truth, and the truth is a lot more all-encompassing than just one thing that I'm hearing. And so if we can go at that, that helps us out. So that was kind of my thing is to just try to create a space where, okay, we can explore options, we can look at this from different ways, we can de-escalate the emotion. Like we actually got laughing about a couple of things. That was the the point of joking about the turnovers. That's de-escalation. We're pulling the emotion down, and when emotion comes down, now we can get at the truth a little bit more. It sucked in the moment, but you're a resilient kid. I mean, like you told me, you're even killed. kind of like your, your friend Billy was, and that's why we went there, because now the truth is you're an even killed kid. I suddenly just went back to being a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can, and, and as, as a parent, you know truths about your kid that you can use to help bring them perspective. You're a really even killed kid most of the time. Okay, what was it about that that bugged you today? How do you want to respond to it next? Because you're you're an even-keeled kid. Do you want to come back and be more emotional tomorrow, or how do you want to bounce back? Doing kind of those kind of which, things. Which
0: I mean, this can lead into a great conversation about what what does he do in the future? Yeah. And what does he if if it happens to another player? What does he do? And also great leadership opportunity. Which I mean, I don't know if I want to drop the preview, but we're going to, we're going to explore this topic in the next episode from the coach's perspective, Yeah, which is a, which adds another element to this whole situation.
1: Yep. It does. What's um, the other a, fundamental? A, the other fundamental I would have to say would be where the focus goes, the energy flows. I think that's a Tony Robbins quote he may have got there from someone else. Everything's a remix. Everything is a remix when it comes to the genre of stuff, but that's where I remember hearing it first. But where the focus goes, the energy flows. And as a parent, my, my focus is on helping my kid to create perspective. And that's what allows me to have a little bit of distance so I don't step on a rake and jump into the emotional rabbit hole. Um, We've stepped on two rakes today. <laughs> if I can keep a little bit of distance and help my kid to gain focus on something that's more beneficial, shifting the focus, joking with them about it, helps shift the focus shift the focus from the negative energy to a more beneficial thing. Start messing around with some ideas, ask them how that you can shift the focus in a thousand ways, but it's managing that focus. And so those are the two things that, that I, I think there. all progress starts with the truth. Getting to the truth is always great. Helping them go through a process of busting up the negative thoughts can help out a lot too. And I'd like who, what's the, the doctor you love? The doctor I love. That, that talks about the, the steps for getting to the truth or using the truth. There. Oh, Byron Katie. Katie. Byron Katie. Thank you. I've, I, I heard. don't know if she's officially a, a doctor, but yeah, she's. Yeah. She, she has, does a lot of work. With she us, has a so.
0: body of work that's titled The Work. The work. Really? (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's kind
0: of cool. The work. It's it's a series of four questions and they are uh, maybe we maybe we talk about them in an upcoming episode. I think that would be great because they the the first two are just based on um, trying to get to.
1: What are the first two?
0: Well, the the first one is, is, is this? Is it true?
1: Yeah. What if the teen says so you say, is it true? What if your teen says, yeah, it's true. What's question two?
0: Oh, the, then the second one is, can you absolutely know if it's true? So you go from the first one where I could say, yeah, it's true. My coach hates me. The second question now takes you essentially into a court of law. So can you prove it? You, yeah, you now have to prove it. But instead of saying, hey, prove it.
1: <laughs> that just, goes well
0: with teens, too, yeah, when you that, say that. That yeah. really
1: works well. You just simply ask, can you absolutely know it is true? Another way to ask that question. I heard this similar framework, uh, Dr. Daniel Amen, lots of great work uh, that he's done on a lot of this stuff. He has that second question is, is it 100% true in all situations? Pretty much the same thing, because that would be absolutely true. It's the same thing, and it's finding the right right way to ask your teen about it, because if you can get them to take a step back and realize, oh there's, it's not all the time true. Today, it felt like it was true. Today, right. he was on my butt about stuff. But last week, we were joking and having a good time. And I played 25 minutes in that game, and even though I didn't start. And like, you can help them see from a different perspective. Well,
0: now, now we've got to ask, now I've got to ask the other questions. Okay, because, go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> in this, in the context of me being the teenager who um, set up a bakery pastry shop <laughs> in the in the gym, <laughs> and uh, I unfortunately just made one too many apple turnovers, and uh, things went berserk. the The next question would be after you. So it's is this is it true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? Third question is how do you react when you believe that thought? Yeah.
1: That's crazy. So get great. Get them so to explore I, how it makes them feel when they believe it. So if I really
0: believe that my coach hates me, then I act like I was acting, which, yeah. I mean, or after going through sad. the conversation, I, I know my coach doesn't hate me. Like, why would he have selected me on the team? Why did he do, and I could list a whole bunch of examples of times where he actually showed that he loves me, that he cares about me. And, uh, but then you get to that. That's an in-your-face question. How do I react? Well, not, not very well. And then you get to the fourth question, which is, who would you be without that thought? So, how do you happy. react? When,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a better player? Uh, who,
0: yeah, I would be probably less likely to
1: make any more Apple turnovers yep. for the team. By the way, how much, like, where do you get apple turnovers? Go to McDonald's. There's a fifth question that Dr. Amen throws on that I absolutely love when you're you're going after this. What if the exact opposite is true? What if your coach doesn't hate you? What if your coach loves you so much that he's challenging you to be even better than you already are? What if the exact opposite is true? And I love that as a perspective shift. Just to get the step away to think about something different. I don't. I don't know if we even need to go any further. I mean, no, that I might, think this that, is great. That might lead into into next week's episode. Yep. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk more about the coach stuff and the coaching side of things, and hopefully, help bring even more perspective. Awesome! Great stuff. Go forward,
0: MVPs. Follow us on Instagram at
1: Create Transform Become. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers, and... If you want to explore further and see what steve and i are creating to help thousands of parents athletes and performers please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com that's create, transform become all one word.com there you will find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance thank you again for your support and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer